Welcome to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Sue and James have helped thousands to lose weight and make massive improvements in their lives with the Easy Loss Weight Loss Program, both in person and with their range of best-selling apps. So here's your host, Sue Peckham. This podcast is sponsored by GoFigure, the superfood fig powder. James and I love GoFigure and use it ourselves every day. We recommend it to our clients and now you can get 20% off every pack of GoFigure. Just go to www.gofigure.co.uk and place your order. When you get to the checkout, add the code EASYLOSS20, that's EASYLOSS20, and 20% will be deducted from your total bill at the checkout. We know you'll love it as much as we do. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Easy Loss podcast show and today I'm I'm always excited, I seem to spend most of my life excited these days but I am really really excited today. I've come across to America and I'm in New York and we're actually um, on West 26th Street which makes me sound as if I know what I'm talking about and I don't really Um, and I spoke a while ago on the the Facebook group and then on Skype to a lovely member in America and uh, just happened to mention that I'd be coming to New York this for the week this week and Amy, a lovely Amy Rackham actually said that she would come to New York and meet me and she's actually arrived this morning from Massachusetts and I'm absolutely over the moon to welcome to the Easy Lost podcast show Amy Rackham. Hi Amy. Hi Sue. Thank you so so much Thank for you coming for today. Me. I'm so oh, happy to be here in the hotel it's, room. It's just the best. It's just <laughs> the, the best thing in the world. I can't believe that you know we're all the way here. We're right in the middle of New York. Um, we've got a, a hotel room that's like on the street so I apologize now for the sound quality of you there is some traffic background but unless we go and sit in the bathroom which wouldn't be entirely comfortable for both of us I think we're just going to have to grill and bear it so and I apologize to James he's going to have to edit this when I get back to the UK we we thought um you know this is the most comfortable place for us to sit to record this but um so Amy you've been doing the easy loss program now for coming up for a year you started in january and it was a few months ago that you put a post on where you mentioned that you'd at that time you'd lost about 50 pounds in weight following the birth of your baby mm-hmm. and i thought wow you know that's an incredible amount of weight to lose and i'm sure there'd be lots of other easy loss members easy loss facebook group members who'd be really interested you know we have a lot of our young mums and, and some of our older mums as well uh, who are looking to lose weight uh, post baby and they've heard stories of how difficult it would be and you were doing really well with easy loss so I contacted you by private message and you agreed to have a chat with me at that time I didn't even realise that you were in America so we managed to set it up with the time difference and everything and you started to tell me your story and I don't know if you remember but I, I just sat speechless for quite some time and that then I started to get a bit tearful because your story is incredible and you've never ever given any idea when you post on the Facebook group 
nobody would ever know or would be even able to guess at your story. Now, I know we did have a little chat when you just arrived and you said you were happy to share your story. So, Amy, could I ask you now just to tell your story for the Easy Lost listeners? Sure. Um, So I was a little bit overweight for most of my life. I probably was around 175 or 180 from the time I was a teenager on. Um, I met my husband and fell madly in love with him. Um, And we got married and I joined the military a little while before we got married. And when I went through basic training in the military, I lost quite a bit of weight. Um, I got down to my very lowest adult weight ever, which was 146 pounds, um, and looked fabulous in my wedding dress. Um, And then as soon as I was done with basic training, I started to gain it all back um, when the training wasn't so rigorous and we weren't doing as much physical activity. Um, I was in the military for a few years and really struggled um, to keep under the weight. I had to stay under 161 for my height and I really struggled and I really had a hard time with it. And then after I'd been in the military for about four years, um, my husband was riding his bicycle and he got hit by an 18-wheeler and he got a, a severe head injury and they didn't expect him to live. Um, And that was really difficult for me. Uh, He had a very, very long recovery. He's still in recovery. Um, He has virtually no short-term memory um, and is unable to work. And following that, I got out of the military and ate and ate and ate and ate. Um, And I got to about 215 pounds when I found out I was pregnant with our daughter. I didn't know at the time, but I was pregnant with her when he had been hit by the the truck. And uh, so I found out very soon after and with a a husband who was still in an inpatient facility that I was going to be a mom for the first time. Um, Ate my way through the entire pregnancy. By the time she was born, I weighed about 265. Mm -hmm. It was very, very big. and then after she was born, I worked really hard with diet and exercise to lose um, about 40 or 50 pounds. Um, we were having a little bit of a hard time financially because mm-hmm. my husband doesn't work. Um, and I was trying to find a way that I could take care of him and my daughter full time, um, but still make a little bit of extra money uh, to help support us financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had had a really fabulous pregnancy with my daughter. So I looked into gestational um, carrier, which is where you carry a, a child for another couple. Which is just something. <laughs> Thank a you. phenomenal thing for anyone to do for somebody else. Thank you. So I, uh, when my daughter was about a year and a half old, um, I did my first uh, surrogacy as a gestational carrier. And I delivered uh, two healthy baby girls um, for the couple I was working with. Um, And when they were born, I was right back up at 250, 260 again. Um, So right the way through that pregnancy, you ate again? Eight and eight and eight and eight. And I was eating for three. (laughs) So (laughs) every excuse um, to eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. Um, And I did. And more. Um, and then I uh, worked really hard again to lose the weight after that and then did a second surrogacy uh, 
which is the one that ended in, in December, um, had a lovely baby girl for that couple. And at the end of that, um, a week after she was born, I went in for a follow-up visit at the doctor's office and I weighed 244.9 pounds and I just felt helpless and hopeless and like I was never going to get rid of it and life was kind of tough anyway Um, and I went on the internet and I um, was looking at the gastric sleeve and gastric bands to see what the weight requirements were and Mm -hmm. at that point I was thinking well if I could gain another 20 pounds which would be pretty easy for me I have no problem gaining weight Um, then my insurance might cover one of these surgeries and it seemed like a viable option at the time Um, and while I was searching that's when I found uh, the app um, the Easy Loss Virtual Gastric so Band app. So the search that you did for gastric bands or gastric sleeve, they, it was just a generic search yes. and it was just the app came up in amongst the options for the surgeries? Yes. Right, okay. Um, and I thought, eh, won't work for me, but worth a shot. And then I downloaded it and just to hedge my bets, I also um, bought a supply of Phentermine from India um, because I know that fentermine is a weight loss drug. Right. Um, and you can't get it here, so I... <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> so I, um, bought, what were you I bought black market fentermine from India <laughs> on the internet. Now it's going to go national. Oh. The police are going to knock on my door. <clears throat> um, uh, just, just so that when the hypnosis didn't work... Um, I would have a backup plan to lose some of the weight. Yeah. So um, I started listening very shortly thereafter. And initially, I, I just listened to the hypnosis, and I was a little bit loose with the guidelines. Um, but I do weigh myself still on a pretty regular basis. And after a few weeks, I had lost enough weight to make me think there might be something to it. Okay. Um, and so then I gave it a real try, and I've been doing that ever since. And can I just ask you, Amy, today, here in New York, I've got to keep saying because I can't quite believe we're here, and I keep, keep touching you. <laughs> it's really real. weird. It's, it's real. really weird that we're really doing this. How much have you lost in total now? I have lost over 90 pounds. That's just amazing. And I recognised Amy straight away when you came into the hotel lobby today from the photographs because you do look as slim and as fit and as healthy as you look in the absolutely amazing photographs that you post on the group and I just can't thank you enough for sharing your story because you know 90 pounds in weight is an, an, an enormous success and we, we just had breakfast because you set off at three o'clock this morning, didn't you? And by the time you arrived here, it was 9.30 in the morning. And um, we're here uh, with my son and my daughter-in-law. And they'd gone on down to breakfast. So we went down to join them so that we could all, all meet before they went off shopping. And my, I don't know, they'll probably come back with the entire contents of New York in a carrier bag. Um, to leave us to spend the day together. Because once we finish this podcast, we are going to have... A girly day out in New York, aren't yes, we? We're, we are. we're gonna we're gonna have fun today, but I just I think 
one of the biggest things for me was I had no idea about your story when we when we first spoke. I feel very strongly, as does James, that one of the things that people often feel is that if things are going wrong in their life, there's no alternative but food, or that you have to wait until things get better in your life before you do something about your weight, something for you. Not true. And you absolutely so prove that. And I know we've spoken since that first time we've spoken on Skype, and there have been ups and downs with everything that's happened to you. Even now there are ups and downs, mm-hmm. aren't there? And, you know, you've got a challenge coming up with your house. You know, again, all the most stressful times that people talk about when they self-medicate with food and yet now you eat and behave like a slim fit healthy person and none of these trials because as if the things that hadn't already happened to you weren't bad enough there have been ups and downs along the way but you've still continued to lose weight so what would you say is the th- the thing that has clicked for you? What would you say has made the difference now? When you have a bad day, <clears throat> you should be kind to yourself. You should take care of yourself. Um, when uh, when a small child has a bad day, we give them a hug. Yeah. <clears throat> we tell them it's okay. We tuck them into bed. Um, we cuddle up with them, and we're grown ups. But when we have a bad day, that's what we need. We need self-care. And overeating is not self-care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Overeating, it sounds dramatic, but overeating is Mm self-harming. And for you, going back to the difficulties that you originally had, there was already enough bad going on and you were adding to it by self-harming with food. Would you say, and would I be right in saying that you now cope with situations where things go wrong, you know, the odd bad day or bad week, would you say you now cope in an entirely different way? Absolutely, absolutely. After a bad day before, um, let's say I had a bad day at work or I got some bad news, I would, drive down the street on the way home, stop at a McDonald's, pick up more than one meal, <clears throat> eat them, um, eat them all on my own, and then hunt through the cabinets for whatever else I could find to try to make the bad feelings go away. Um, and now that's the farthest thing from my mind. If I have a bad day, then um, maybe what I need is to take a bubble bath or curl up with a book and a cup of tea. Um, I need to help myself in a, in a positive way and not make the day worse. Absolutely. By physically, you know, making myself feel overfull and sick or by going back to something that I used to do that was unhealthy and then being yeah. full of the feelings of failure. I'm not good enough. I've done it again. Look, I've messed it all up some more. Um, yeah. Adding insult to injury by turning a bad day into a, a bad life day and a bad eating day and more failure and I don't need to do that to myself and the more you've gone on with it do you still find yourself now 
having to think through the guidelines consciously? Or would you say that it's now something that you've just do instinctively? I would definitely say that it's instinctive at this point. And there are still um, moments where the old habits kick in. I had a particularly bad day uh, last week and I went to the grocery store and I bought two big candy bars. Excuse me. And a little while later, I found myself sitting at my kitchen table and staring at one of the candy bars. And I stared at it for a while before I realized, oh, wait, what am I doing? I'm not hungry. I don't want this. This is silliness. And I put it in the cabinet. You're not that person that does that anymore. Mm -hmm. Do you you find when you actually recognize that that's not you or the way you behave anymore, do you find you feel really proud of yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm protecting myself and I'm taking care of myself in a way I didn't feel like I could before. And it's really nice to have somebody looking out for you. And it's even better if it's you. <laughs> because you don't have to wait for anyone else to show up, right. do you? you I can, know, I can rescue me. I love that. You can, I'm, I'm, James, can we put that in a quote somewhere? <laughs> I can rescue myself. I, I just think that is brilliant because all the time... We're waiting for somebody else to fix us. You do feel helpless. You do feel that it's bad luck or you're out of control. But once you've really recognised that, yeah, you fixed you. I went to a, um, a motivational talk, an Australian guy, uh, a couple of weeks ago. James and I were invited, very fortunate, and I th- we ummed and ahed, and I think... When I got there, I remember saying to James, um, this guy is called Brad Sugars, and I'd never heard of him. But there were so many people going, and I said to James, do you think they think it's Alan Sugar? And for anyone who's not in the UK, Alan Sugar is a big businessman here who does The Apprentice. Uh, not here, in the UK, because we're in the US. Um, he does The Apprentice Show. Have you seen The Apprentice Show over here? Donald Trump. Okay, but we have Alan Sugar. And, you know, a lot of people would go to see him but this was a guy called Brad Sugars, and this whole place was full. And he started talking, and he he said, uh, you know, I'm going to talk for for three hours. So if you need the bathroom, you need to go now. And I'm thinking, no one talks for three hours, and I'm apologising now. We've got a bit of a siren thing going on, but at least you can hear it. it's American truck sounds. So we're not making this up. We are in New York. Um, but. He said he was going to talk for three hours and I kind of thought, oh, you know, I'll get something out to, to scribble on because it might drag on a bit. James and I sat riveted for three three hours and listened to this guy. And one of the things that he said to me, which really made me laugh, but it's so much my style, he said, I'm not a motivator. Because one of the things I used to say to people is, would you make a podcast with us? Because it helps to motivate people to do really well. And I used to think, I like to think that I motivated people to lose weight. And this guy said, I'm not a motivator, I'm an educator. And he said, if you motivate people, and he said, if you motivate stupid people, they'll just do stupid things. But he didn't use that word, but I'm going to use that word because I don't know. I'll tell you what word he used later, Amy. But (laughs) (laughs) he said, they'll just do stupid things faster. And of course, we were. I thought that's absolutely right. He said, but if you educate somebody, they can do it right. So I think... I like to think we motivate people to, to roll along with the Easy Loss Programme and to take responsibility, but I think we actually educate 
And the more people we can get to, that we can tell about the Easy Loss Program, the more people we can educate to teach them the right way to do it, because what they've got at the moment is some mismanagement in their thinking, and that's not their fault. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not their fault. But if we can get them and we can work with them and educate them in how to eat like a naturally slim person, people say, well, that's, that's the easiest thing in the world. It's not if no one's ever showed you how to do it. But it's like anything, when someone shows you how to do it and you do exactly what they did, you can do it too. And that's, and we were talking downstairs, weren't we, over breakfast? We said it's so empowering the first time that you realise you've sat there and you've not made the same mistake you would normally make. When you sat at your kitchen table with your candy bar and thought, I'm not doing this to myself. That's so empowering, isn't it? Absolutely. And when it clicks... It really clicks. Once once you get it, you start seeing it everywhere in your life. Mm-hmm. You start seeing all of the ways that you're not taking care of yourself and all of the things that you're doing that are that are sabotaging your own efforts. Mm-hmm. And it and it really allows you to change how you feel about yourself in every area and and become a better version of who you are. Yeah. For everyone, for, for your children, for your spouse, for your family. It's it's fabulous. Yeah. And your self-esteem, you know, you, you really start to look after yourself. And I, I could just, just tell the people listening today, it was a real um, funny thing that happened because we when you came to into the restaurant, my son and daughter-in-law had already got, I came into the hotel, so they'd already gone down to, to breakfast. So I said, well, we'll nip down and, and get some breakfast. And we both sat and we looked at the menu and then we looked at the menu again and then there was a buffet breakfast on offer as well so we went and looked at that and you said to me as we were looking at it the hardest thing that you have now is actually choosing Mm -hmm. and we both did the same didn't we we lifted the things on the the lids on the breakfast buffet and we were no I don't really fancy that it wasn't about how much it was it wasn't about how much food we could eat it was we looked at it, no, I don't want to eat that as it was we we both chose two two meals and um did we eat half of it i don't may, think so. may it may be around about half of it not because we were only going to eat half of it but because we both ate what we wanted and some of it was quite healthy some of it not so healthy it was a quite strange actually we both kind of left the unhealthier parts of it would you say the potatoes were yeah they they didn't they tasted nice to start with they were heavy but they were heavy and we didn't kind of plan it together but when we'd finished there was quite a lot left and before my son and and daughter-in-law went off shopping we I asked could we have a photograph all taken together and it was quite funny because they'd already finished their breakfast. So we were sat there. So my son and daughter-in-law, who were neither of whom are overweight, didn't have anything in front of them. We had two plates of food and it just Keeping looked funny. Food. It just looked really funny, didn't it? Uh, considering, you know, how we've met and, and what we came to talk about. But you, would, you were telling me about um, experiences when you go out with people to eat who don't understand or get Mm -hmm. easy loss when maybe you'll choose something off the menu and you perhaps um i I forget reminds me now the example of the food you gave me was it like a burger and chips and you eat maybe four chips yeah can you just say a yeah um you'll go out and you'll order something off of the menu and then you'll eat maybe 
a quarter or a half of the food that's on your plate and the other people with you are, oh, you know, why did you stop? Why aren't you eating? What's going on? This diet is too restrictive. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> um, and Didn't if, somebody once ask you if you might be going down if, the road of an eating yes, disorder? Yes, if, I, if I'm <laughs> developing an eating disorder, I'm certainly not eating enough. Um, and it's very hard for people to understand that you're just, you're feeling satisfied. I you don't need to eat anymore. Don't need to eat any more of that. It's a wonderful feeling, and we were talking, and we were were saying that it doesn't matter how much we were paying for the food. That wasn't the point. It wasn't the fact that we were paying, so we needed to eat it. It was the fact that we were paying for something to eat, and once we'd eaten what we were satisfied with, we just stopped, and we changed the way we manage our thinking around that. It's... The, the food is the price that it is. And if they'd given us the portion size that we actually needed, and that we'd have been just as happy to pay that price, wouldn't mm-hmm. we? So it's, it's a lot of different ways that we can think about food, that we can manage our own thoughts around food. And we had a couple of one-to-ones together, didn't we? Yes. And I know people say, well, I've bought the app. Sometimes there could be just one little thing that perhaps because of the way your belief system is, the way you manage your thinking, that you're not interpreting it correctly so that will make the difference between you getting it, and I'm doing the inverted fingers in the air type thing now, but making the difference between you getting it and believing you've got it, but actually you haven't. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who was considering and thinking about, you know, is it worth having a one-to-one? It's absolutely worth having a one-to-one. Um, sometimes you just need somebody to say the exact same thing to you in a slightly different way for it to click. Um, and, and it was incredibly helpful for me. I think it was the most polite kick in the pants I've ever had, (laughs) Uh, but it was just enough. Just enough to get me back on track. Just enough to get me motivated again. And it um, just made that little bit of difference. So you yeah. saw something that you were just missing, mm-hmm. that you thought you'd got it. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, you'd lost 50 pounds. Why would you not think you'd got it? Mm-hmm. You know, But there was something just holding you back, wasn't there, from losing a little bit more. And we half an hour did we chat for? Yeah, about that. And now you've lost 90. Mm-hmm. And you're an absolute total inspiration I know we've been talking about the exciting plans we've got for easy loss going forward which we can't quite share all of yet your story is going to be in the book um you um, you've written that for us and uh, that's going forward along with lots of other members so I'm very very grateful to for their contributions that are going to be in the book that that will be out in January but we've got lots more coming up for easy loss and uh, exciting stuff and you are going to help us take the US side of that forward we've been talking about this one I'm sure we'll talk a lot more today whilst we're I don't know having a cup of tea or halfway up the Empire State Building we haven't decided <laughs> what we're going to do yet have we but we, we've got the rest of the day together now we're going to have lots of fun again I just can't say thank you enough for coming to New York to meet me today I know you had a, a real Heck of a journey to get here. Well worth it. Well and, worth it. Uh, James has James has said I can treat you to lunch. So, <laughs> so lunch is on James. So we're gonna go. Well, where where does Jennifer Aniston go? We'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
we're, we're going to have a great day together now. We'll take lots of photos and we'll post them on the Facebook page. And we, we are going to, just when we finish now, we are going to get hold of James on FaceTime mm-hmm. so that uh, we can have a chat. I'm still excited. I still can't believe that you're here. I still can't believe that we're going to get to spend the rest of the day together. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for creating the app. I would have never had this opportunity if it hadn't made it across the ocean. Oh, that's that's so kind of you. And, you know, we really do have James to thank for that because if it had been down to me, when he said, I think we can make an app out of this, oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about that. And, you know, I don't have the technical skills or, or knowledge. And, you know, James is the driving force behind that. So, you know, I'm forever grateful to him because... If he hadn't created that app, I wouldn't be here meeting you today. All the other lovely people that I've met, you know, I get to trot off around the UK. I flew up to Edinburgh and Scotland. The other, he somehow or other, he never seems to get to do those things because he's back in the office creating more apps while I'm swanning off here, swanning off there. It's an absolutely wonderful thing that you know he's done that that to create the technology technology side of it and again I mean you can vouch for the size of this gadget that we've got here to record the podcast and all I do is push the button to start and then we've got the little red light going and I'm going to push the button in a minute to stop and then I put it back in the case and I take it all back to James so I've done that (laughs) (laughs) and now you know he'll spend the the time editing it and whatever so you know I owe him a, a huge debt of gratitude as we all do for that so um don't say it often enough but Sometimes you just find somebody who will believe in you, even when you don't believe enough in yourself, and they'll believe in you long enough to make it happen. Because James believed in me, I lost my weight. And he believed in me long enough to lose the weight, and then we created the program together. So I do know firsthand, you find someone who believes in you, just work with them until you believe in yourself and that's what the easy loss program does and the facebook group does all those people on that facebook group will believe in you and support you in the same way as james believed in me and supported in me until i actually believed enough in myself that i could do it and then you can do anything even if it does mean it's traipsing halfway across america to, to meet each other you know who'd have believed that when i was i was sitting in a room in, in 2003 feeling overweight crying because I you know was going to have to wear a size 18 dress who'd have believed that within 14 15 years I'd be on the other side of the world meeting somebody else who was had lost weight from a weight loss program that James and I had created so thank you for finding us we're going to go off now I really hope